Hey guys, it's Kaylee and Cecilia bringing you the STEM at St. Mike's podcast. We are going to be your hosts, and each week we'll be bringing you current science topics and exploring STEM opportunities right here at St. Mike's. Hi, Az. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited. Yeah, wanted to talk to you for a while. So why don't you start off and just tell us a little bit about yourself and kind of how you ended up here at St. Mike's. Yeah, so uh, my name is Asriel Finster. I go by Az. I am a senior chemistry major. I have minors or I'm going for minors in physics and peace and justice studies. I hail from Jay, New York, which is in the Lake Placid area. So Adirondacks, very close by to the school. Yeah, how did I end up at St. Mike's? So it's funny, I was doing a project in eighth grade on uh, my uh, home economics course, we had to advertise for a college as some sort of project. But I ended up having St. Mike's as my project. And it was kind of funny because three years later, I ended up getting the book award that St. Michael's uh, College gives out to prospective juniors, so rising seniors, to sort of garner interest in the school. So I was a book award recipient, visited, and fell in love with the campus immediately. So uh, that's sort of how I ended up here at St. Mike's. That's awesome. I know. They really do a great job with advertising. I mean, I'm oh, yeah. still getting ads oh, yeah. that tell me to come to St. Mike's. I'm like, I'm already here. Yeah, I see so many <laughs> Instagram posts. You're, you're posting to the wrong people. Yeah. And so speaking of, I know you're a member of a lot of clubs and different groups here on campus. So can you tell us a little bit about those? Oh, boy. Where to start? <laughs> We'll start with the big one. So I'm currently the president of Mike Check. It is uh, the male acapella group here on campus. So we have uh, tenors, basses, and baritones. We are trans-inclusive as well. As long as your voice part fits any of those ranges, then you're more than welcome to join. We meet Mondays and Wednesdays from 8.30 to 9.30. Really fun. A lot of cool guys. I'm also the co-president of Peace and Justice Club. That one's not going so well. COVID's kind of been hard on that club. But we're trying. We'll, we'll hopefully get it off the ground soon. And then in addition to that, I'm, uh, I've also recently joined the men's rugby team here at St. Mike's. So that was that was a lot of fun. Yeah, that's very exciting. You definitely have a lot going on on campus. I always oh see gosh. you just doing so many different things. Yeah, and not to mention I work for the department here. I mm-hmm. TA and I prep. I prepare labs. And then I'm also uh, managing the inventory this year. So I'm keeping track of all the chemicals that go in and out. So, yeah, I, I practically live here. Nice. Yeah, so, I mean, you just said that you're a chem major. So what have you found to be the most rewarding about being a chemistry major here at St. Mike's? You know, it's kind of funny. I didn't sort of plan on being a chem major. I, When I first applied here, I was undeclared. Uh, and then I declared chemistry so I could take gen chem. And what I've been finding that I've really enjoyed about being a chem major here, as opposed at a larger institution, is really, you know, I get a chance to know my professors. I get a chance to know my advisor. And, you know, really, I'm a strong student, but I don't think I would have been comfortable at a larger research institution walking up as an undergraduate to a professor and say, hey, like, let's get some research going. I'm really interested in it. And since, you know, since being at St. Mike's, I've been able to get to know my uh, PI, Professor Haru, very well, gotten to know my advisor Christina Chant very well and you know that's been very rewarding I found that being able to you know see the same people day in day out and really get to have that you know sort of academic and then non-academic relationship has really helped me as a student feel comfortable you know making some of those bigger asks because I asked Professor Drew when I was like first year yeah when I was a first year I came up to him and asked and it's a little uncommon uh in the 
the chem department at least to be doing research or thinking about doing research as a first year student because you just haven't been exposed to a whole lot of the sciences, you know, a whole lot of the chemistry yet. You know, at that at the point I was asking him, I hadn't even finished organic chemistry one yet. So it was sort of a big ask to start doing some uh, inorganic material synthesis. But thankfully, you know, he, he was willing to take me on and I've learned a lot. Yeah, I'd definitely say so. You mentioned that you did research with Professor Haru, and I know you did some over the summer because we mm -hmm. were here together. Okay. So can you tell us a little bit about your research and like kind of what that entailed for you? Sure. So my research project has, the name has changed a couple times. The formal name of the project is Synthesis, Characterization, and Catalytic Activity of Mesoporous Titania Zirconia Catalysts. That sounds like a lot, so uh, the best way to describe it is I spent my summer and a little bit of the fall as well making things. So I made mesoporous, which refers to the size of the pores in this nanomaterial, catalysts made out of zirconium dioxide, or and then we doped those catalysts with some form of titanium. And we characterized that sample using gas chromatography mass spectrometry, which is just, you turn all of your molecules into the gas phase, you send them through this column, and it separates them by molecular weight, and then when it hits the mass spec, get a readout of the mass to charge ratio. So we, we used the GCMS to determine how active was our catalyst. Based on the GCMS, we determined whether the catalyst was beneficial to the overall reaction, creating a lot of product. Did it not react so we had more reactants than products? Or was it catalytically active, thus giving us more product? Cool. So that sounds like a lot of very intensive work. But you were successful, were you not? Yeah, so some preliminary findings we had suggested that the doped catalyst, so any catalyst that we incorporated titanium and zirconium together, worked better than pure catalysts. So to give you an idea of how this catalyst actually looks, you can think of the overall catalyst, you know, think of it like a crystal, right? And now inside this crystal, you have pores. So what we did to make those pores is we used an ionic liquid template, meaning a molecule that has a long hydrocarbon tail with a positive charge on the outside. So you've got a positive charge, you have this long tail, and it has a counter anion for a negative. So we put those in solution, and those formed a micelle, which is essentially just this ball in a solvent. We created a micelle, and then we built our zirconium oxide framework around it. So when we get rid of the template, either through vacuum filtration or through calcination, such so as heating it at very high temperatures, then you're left with a solid that has a empty pore in the middle, thus decreasing the density and giving it a nice catalytic activity. Then to dope it, we attach the titanium to the ionic liquid, put that through the same synthetic process that we use for the pure catalyst, we're left behind with titanium on the inside of the zirconium pore. And so you talk about that you made the catalyst. Mm -hmm. So what reaction are you looking to catalyze? Just reactions in general or a specific reaction? So we catalyzed the aldol condensation between 2-furaldehyde and acetone. Mm -hmm. And the reason we used that specific reaction is the research that my lab partner Aaron Beauchard was conducting dealing with the upgrading of pyrolysis oil or you know oil from biomaterials into a usable biofuel. Now 2-furaldehyde and acetone uh, are sort of representative of the large reaction network 
that is involved in the upgrading of pyrolysis oil into biofuel. So we found, hypothesized that if we could, you know, synthesize a catalyst that was ideal at catalyzing that specific reaction, then we could propose a catalyst that would be beneficial to the overall process of converting the pyrolysis oil itself, not just the mock reaction that we're using. Nice. Well, that is very cool. It seems like there's a relevant application to that. And so you mentioned that you had been doing research with Professor Haru before. So how did the summer research project kind of come up? So I've been training with him. So my freshman year I trained and we were mostly looking at just reproducing the synthesis of pure zirconium oxide. So we we did not have any titanium for actually like two years of my research. COVID is COVID sort of suspended some of the research projects. So I was doing a lot of literature reading while that was taking place. But then when we came back and we had solidified our methodology, we made a reproducible, then we said, all right, now we're comfortable, you know, making the pure stuff. Let's go ahead and make some doped catalysts. So over the summer, that's, so that's the, sort of the progression to where I am now. We started out with making the pure stuff. The progression we made from there was I came in during the summer, I finalized uh, my previous semester's findings, you know, bottling up catalysts. And then we continued the same synthetic procedure, and then we started adding titanium to it. So I actually built off of research that was conducted by two previous, or three previous students, I should say, Jordan Roach, and then Haley Poitras and Amanda Spink. Very interesting. So after this whole experience where you've kind of been building on your work, would you recommend summer research to other students, or would you just recommend that they stay researching during like the school year or something? So there's pros and cons to doing summer research and research during the academic year. I would recommend summer research to any and every student. You know, whether you're a STEM major, you know, getting involved through your respective STEM departments, if you're a humanities major, getting involved there. Summer research was hugely beneficial for me. I learned a lot. I've definitely become a more confident student and a more confident chemist as a result. It's definitely helped me be confident in deciding to apply to graduate school, which is something I'm looking into heavily. And then during the semester as well, the summer is such a short time frame. I mean, you blink and it's gone. I mean, I'm sure you experienced similar feelings when you were working with Professor Lamus here. Yeah. So during the semester, I mean, it's hard to get things done with, you know, class conflicts. You know, your PIs can only be here for so long. But, you know, you're working with your schedule. You're working with your professor's schedule, your PI schedule. You know, there's a whole lot of things that could conflict. Summer's a nice time, you know, just get your head down. You're working, you're basically working 40 hours a week. You know, you come in, you do your lab work, you go home, you wake up the next morning, you, you know, you repeat that cycle for a work week. I've done both. I've found both to be largely beneficial. Yeah, I'd recommend, I'd recommend it to any student who's looking to get involved. A note about graduate school too, it makes your application look stronger if you have a research background, especially since a lot of graduate schools, I'm not sure for humanities, but at least for STEM majors, Graduate school is research intensive. You're going to school to do research. You have some coursework, but you know, you're when you write your dissertation, when you write anything, it's about research you're conducting or going to conduct, I should say. So having that strong research background provided through, you know, a NASA grant or the BPAA, you know, if you can do it and you're a STEM major, I would recommend you do it.
Great. Yeah, that is definitely very useful advice, especially coming from a senior mm-hmm. who's getting ready to apply to grad school. And looking forward to the rest of this year onwards, are there any other directions or projects that you think will come from this summer research experience? Yeah, I'm actually working on some stuff right now. I'm finishing up uh, some samples that didn't necessarily finish throughout the summer. Yeah, but from here we have to work on analyzing the surface area of our catalysts. We also are planning on running some transitional electron microscopy, essentially just seeing, you know, what does our catalyst look like? Did we make a mesoporous catalyst? So we'd be looking for the crystal structure, we'd be looking for are there pores, and we'd be looking for where is the titanium? Did we put it in the pores like we wanted to, or is it actually on the surface? That's very exciting. A lot of good work you're doing, mm-hmm. and it seems like you didn't even crack the surface. Yeah, there's a whole there's a whole lot more that can be done. This is only this is only the beginning. <laughs> a lot of work for Aaron to do. Oh, Aaron, <laughs> he's excited though. Any any student who's wanting to learn more about synthetic chemistry, specifically in the inorganic realm, talk to Professor Haru because we're definitely going to be needing some more students to continue the work that Jordan, Haley, Amanda. Ariane Colden as well, she was on the project. But yeah, all of us, we've been doing some good work and I'm excited that Aaron and possibly some other students could be continuing forward. Very exciting. So thank you for meeting with me today. This has been really great. Thank you for having me. Yeah, and if this is um, interesting to anybody, just give Professor Haru an email or stop by his office and I'm sure he'd be happy to talk to you. Oh, of course. He'll probably drag me into it. You'll probably hear me, and he'll probably tell me to tell you all about it, and I don't mind doing that at all. Just refer them to the podcast. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for joining us here at STEM at St. Mike's. Our podcast is available at Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you want to hear more about new content that we're creating, or if you have any questions for us, head on over to our Instagram page, STEM at St. Mike's Podcasts. We appreciate your support. That's all we have for now, and we will see you all next week.